you are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach, and although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Thompson Pinder. And I'm so excited to announce that in August, we will be having the 400th episode of the Author to Authority Podcast. And in celebration of that, I have decided to do the top 25 episodes of the Author to Authority podcast for the whole summer. And we will celebrate the 400 about mid-August, so there will be a couple of episodes after that. And I chose these episodes because they were the ones that I just personally felt were the ones that gave tremendous amount of value that were going to help you as an entrepreneur, professional, a speaker, a coach to move your business forward. These were value-packed episodes that are just going to give you action steps that are just going to really propel you to the next level. So I'd love for you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this top 25 episode. Today is part one of a two-part series I did with Authority Gang member Samantha King. This was a Facebook Live that we did a little bit ago, and we were talking about her specialty, how to create your first digital product. So I hope you enjoy this recording of the Facebook Live that we did together. You are going to get so much information, valuable information, that you're going to be able to use to take your business forward. So would love to welcome Samantha King to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited today because there has been a lot going on in my world. And one of the things that I'm particularly excited about is the ability to be able to have my own e-commerce store. And one of the reasons why I'm doing this is because I am a crafter. I love to create things. Now, here's the problem, though, with being a crafter who creates things. Eventually, your family does not want your stuff anymore. I don't know. Have you ever had someone made you something and it really wasn't what you wanted? Well, you know, I've been crafting for many years and my family gets tired. So I decided instead of, you know, getting a new craft machine and doing, you know, stuff for my family, I I will do stuff for them. But I wanted to be able to do a lot. So I decided to start the Entrepreneur Emporium. Hi, Carol. Good to see you on here. And it is 
website full of inspirational, motivational products for entrepreneurs from t-shirts to mugs to totes and notebooks. So that's just a quick update. The reason I'm doing this live today is because I'm going to bring on in just a moment, Samantha King. She is the our online course specialist. She is part of the authority gang, and she is an amazing person. I'm going to teach you some stuff. But just before we do that, I wanted to share with you one quick product I've been really excited about, and that's the You're On Mute mug. <laughs> this was one of the things that I created and that I've been selling a lot of. So at this time, I'm going to bring on Samantha, and uh, we're going to talk about creating your first digital product. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks so much for having me on today with everybody in the Author to Authority community. Well, here's the great thing. Samantha is part of my authority gang. One of the things that I teach in Becoming Authority is your network and having that group of comrades, people that are on the same level of business as you, who you can work with and who you can do things with and who become sort of your business best friends. And Samantha's one of those people. So I'm so glad to have you on today. And I'm excited to talk about creating your first digital product. So I'm going to let you loose for a bit and then I'll, I'll have some questions for you. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here. As you said, I help service-based entrepreneurs create products that run without them. And as a former teacher, a lot of that times an online course. But some people may be thinking, you know, mm, I don't know if I'm ready for a course yet. And one of the things I always say, well, a course can be as simple as a one video masterclass. It could be three to five modules, or it could be your whole thing. Or your first digital product could be something else entirely, as you, as you well know, right? You work with tons of entrepreneurs as they're putting out their, as they're putting out their books. There's lots of different product ideas, but how do you come up with that? With that first idea and how do you get started is always the biggest block. And that's what you've asked me here to talk about today. And it's true. Like I can even remember myself, you know, I watch all these trainings and everything and they talk about doing this. And I always had two main questions. One, what am I going to create? Like, what am I going to talk about? What am, what am I going to teach on? Like, there's just so much. And, and how do you create something that's really effective? And, you know, do you even know if, if your market's going to want it? And, and, you know, the brain just keeps going. Yeah. And then question number two is how do you do it? Yeah. Right. Now and what? So, I got an idea. Now what? Yeah. And so I would get so frustrated because, you know, I had the desire and I'm just like, I'm stuck. So that's why I want to have you on today so that all of the wonderful people out in Facebook don't get stuff. So Carol Ward's on watching us and she said, hi, Samantha. Hey, Carol. Welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the chat. We're having we're going to have a great time. I think one of the things that really happens is and those are two very valid questions, right? You get stuck in what are you going to what are you going to do and then it's very much like, "Oh my goodness, you know, now what? I've got my idea, now what?" Another good thing that you brought up was, you know, is this something people are going to want? Which is another huge thing and and product and you know, proof of concept, right? So let's yeah. let's dive in to this to this to this process that I want to talk to you guys about. And, and I think it's, it's really simple. And the good news is at the end, I've got a free guide that you can go and download and, and that'll walk you through the process. But I think the first thing, you know, we all have to, to, to recognize is that especially as service providers, you know, there's, there's kind of two things happening in our businesses. We might be stuck in the friend zone and I'll, and I'll explain that in a second. One-on-one work, right? So we're very reliant on one-on-one work. And, and there's nothing wrong with that in the beginning. 
No, there's not. But as you teach, eventually you want to go to that one to many, right? As you, exactly. as you always teach. So let's talk about the friend zone because some of your audience may be feeling that way, especially because if you're still struggling to build your authority, right? Yeah. You might still be stuck in the friend zone. And you always say like you might be starting at invisible, right? So the friend zone, right? And you've heard <laughs> me talk about this. It comes, you know, I watch a ton of television. The first time I heard it was in an episode of Friends, actually Friends, uh, season one, the one with the blackout where Joey says to Ross, you're the mayor of friend zone because he's had feelings for Rachel since high school and done nothing. And now it's kind of too late, right? <laughs> so with our audience, that can totally happen in our business. You know, you can get started. And I say this because I've been through it. I did all the things that the gurus tell you to do. I had the freebies and the opt-ins. I was really great at building an engaged community, but I had no idea how to monetize it. Yeah, exactly. Not figure like I just I could not figure it out. And you know, if I had to go back and say to Samantha startup, Samantha, like, hello, a digital product would have been a quick, easy way to monetize it, right? Well, and I think sometimes we feel guilty Mm -hmm. about charging because like we've got this community of people that we really like and we're kind of like we feel a little weird about charging money and especially if you've built this community giving everything away for free and now you know you're looking at this first digital product and I mean you can give away a digital product too but you know it hits the point where you need to start selling something yeah and I think a small digital pro- uh, product is a great way to start absolutely and if you're feeling that way I get it I became that really nice business lady who gave away free stuff. That's what you go to her for was for advice and free stuff. People would want to pick my brain. They would want to take me out for coffee. And then I'd see them implementing the things that I came up with or the ideas that I identified with somebody else. So that... I've been there. I've been there. That hurts, man. That that hurts. That was a kick in the pants to say, no, no. I am stuck in the friend zone and I need to get out of need to get out of it. And so for me, that was kind of the beginning of my journey. And it wasn't necessarily that people weren't seeing me as an authority. For me, it was that I had always done it for free. Right. And yeah. so, you know, what do we buy from this person? And that's why it's so important that when you're building your authority, you're identifying your one thing and you are relentlessly proving to your audience that you can help them with this. And you are like that. It's like a kid who wants candy mom, that they know that this is what you do. This is what they should come to you for. Right. And that's something, you know, a book is a great, is a great way to do that. I mean, here's my book. It's all about my, it's all about what I do. And that's a great way to get out there and do that. And, and there are other ways as well. And sometimes it really is just being the mom, 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 right? Being that kid who wants candy or snacks, as my kids would say, right? But let's talk about, you know, I, it, but, but the biggest hiccup might just be that you don't know what to offer them. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, come, come talk to me one-on-one. Well, guess what? Your audience may not necessarily have decided yet if you're somebody they should have a one-hour chat with or a 30-minute chat, right? That's yeah. what you want them to do. My time is valuable. If I haven't figured out you, if I haven't figured you out yet, I'm not really ready to give you half an hour of my time. So what else can you do to monetize what, to monetize the following that that you're building? Well, the other thing I was thinking of too is, and I, I've, you know, I've had this where I've looked at someone and they look kind of good, but you know, I'm kind of like, okay, if I talk to them, is this just a sales pitch? Like, do they really know their stuff? 
And so, you know, sometimes by having that very low barrier price product or that, that free digital product, you know, I can quickly get a sense if a person is not that what they have isn't value, but maybe I'm already past it. Maybe they're what they're offering is more for beginners and I'm already mid to advance. So, yeah. you know, I, I want yeah. So, you know, by, by being able to do their digital products and, you know, like something that's seven to $10, right. Seven to nineteen ninety five, basically yeah. um, is, you know, good beginner digital product. And in that product, you can provide so much value that when, when the person contacts you have the conversation, they're already practically sold because you've already wowed them with, you know, this first thing that they're seeing from you. Yeah. And that's the idea. This digital product should be the First thing after free. So one of the things, and I'll say hey to Dee who's tuning in. Yes. One, of the, one of the things that I t- talk about a lot is a value ladder, right? Yes. You want you need to have products between free and one-on-one. It's just it's yes. just a way that you scale a business. And for those of you who are feeling like you've kind of hit a ceiling when it comes to earning potential in your business, it's probably because you have a lot of one-on-one reliance and there's only so much time you can trade for money. Exactly. The kind of products that we're talking about today are going to be things that run by themselves, right? They're things yes. that get, get downloaded. So what the first thing I always say is you want to be able to provide first, you have to understand your client's transformational journey and how you fit into that. And that's mm-hmm. something I help my course makers do. And you, and then you have to say, okay, what can, what is the first thing that my audience needs to learn from me? Right. And for some of you, it might help if, if, if you understand the goal, right? Yeah, so exactly. If, you're, if the goal is to get them into your, your Cadillac offering or your one on one work and your one on one work, the rest of your value ladder should be preparing them to work with you one on one. So this digital product is going to be the first thing that they need to learn from you. And, and I mean, you're, you guys are the professionals. You know what that is, right? But it can also come from, you know, what are people always asking me about? Right. What are those service level things that people always ask me for? Well, I can tell you for a fact, (laughs) the biggest question that everybody asks me is, how do you write a book? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that's not something that you can answer in a short period of time. I mean, I I teach a three day course and it doesn't even cover everything. Right. But what I usually do and I am actually, I will actually create a product for this at some point in all of my wonderful free spare time with a very big growing business. But one of the things I do in my one-on-one, and again, this could translate into it very easily into a digital product, is I get them thinking about the big picture of their book. Mm-hmm. So what are the big themes? So usually by the end of the phone call, you know, we've kind of covered that core marketing message, you know. Who do they serve? How do they serve them? You know, what problems do those people face and who are they? Right. So when I do those one on one calls, they're really effective because a person comes out feeling like they've already created part of the book. Yeah. I think that's important in your digital product. And I think it's important to recognize that give the value away. Don't hoard the good stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you give away the good stuff, it proves your expertise. And I can guarantee you that. Many people are going to work with you anyway. Only very few people are self-motivated, self-disciplined enough to be able to do things on their own. I'm one of those people, but I still like getting help. And I've been learning that maybe I don't always need to have to be able to do everything on my own. Hmm, This is what you're doing is, and I love that you talk about that, the idea that you help 
kind of talk about the book and they feel like they've walked away with, they're starting to put their shell together. This is the shell that you're putting together. And that's why I said, you know, for those of you who like, you might be like, well, I don't know the first thing that they need to, to learn from me. Well, start with, you know, what, what is all the things you would have liked you would like them to be to be have mastered before they come to you to work with you one on one. So for example, Kim, you would prefer if I knew my niche and I had an idea of what my book was going to be about before I came to you instead I instead of just coming to you and saying, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, that gets really hard when you don't even know your niche because how do you write an effective book if you don't know who you're writing to? Right? Yeah. Or you're somebody like let's say you're you're a life coach and you're like, "Well, I'm going to write a book about life coaching." Still not enough, right? So your digital product should be preparing them for your one-on-one work, Mm -hmm. right? So what are the things that they need to learn? And you'll find that at this level, it really is things that you're probably being asked by a ton of different people. And then you need to break it apart. Much like you said, people ask you all the time, well, how do you write a book? Well, you're never going to be... And here's the thing, guys, you know... there is a fine line between giving too much away for free and, yes. you know, and, and being strategic. I know because guess what? That's how I got in the friend zone, right? So, but here's the thing. When you're strategic and you really build out that ladder and you know what your client, you want your client to do next, you're always going to be monetizing it. But the yes. reality is, is that you are never going to be able to give your ideal client everything they need because eventually they're going to get to a point where they have to hire you because that's the only yep. way to finish the transformation. They're on a journey. You can help them in some way. The only way that they're going to finish that is is through one on is through some kind of one on one work with you, Mm -hmm. right? Dee knows what I see. Dee in the comments, right? She's like, "Yep, the friend zone." (laughs) She knows, and so you know this this is kind of how I work with my course makers because they'll say to me, "Well, if I if I do a course, then they're never going to hire me." But no, oh yeah, they will. They will because courses are completely self-directed. They're not an online program. So what you want to do is figure out the first thing that they need to learn from you. And it may be three or four things. And the good news is you can have three or four digital products. But this really is that that first entry point. Yeah. And I want you to, in my guide, I will actually give you digital product ideas. And we'll cool. talk, and we'll talk about this. But after that, you know, once you kind of know, okay, I'm going to create this, then it becomes about, well, what product am I going to create? Is it going to be an ebook? Is it going to be a video series? Is it going to be something audio? Right. And some people will run to the podcast world or, or the YouTube channel or whatever. Remember, this is something that you're monetizing. Now, if you are a podcaster, then your audience is used to you showing up in an audio form. So what kind of product are you going to give them? Probably, Probably some kind of audio product for you. You write. Yes, you're on video. Yes, you podcast as well. But your title is The Extraordinary Word Ninja. So your audience is probably used to reading things from you. You write stuff, right? That's what you do. For me, I know that people connect with me when I'm on video. So I'm going to have video, right? I'm working on launching a YouTube channel. I'm here with you live. But if I wanted to, like my entire course maker program, which is $97, is all video. Is me talking into into a camera on video, Mm -hmm. right? That's what my audience is, is getting to know me from. So that's going to be a huge piece in you're going to, in creating this digital product is really that connection between your audience and how are they used to you showing up. It doesn't have to be a guide because you see people on Instagram selling guides. It could be templates. It yes. could 
right? It could be templates, Canva templates, Excel file templates, right? I've seen people sell Excel spreadsheets that are set up a certain way for a particular, for a particular audience, right? There's no limit. And now is a great time to start trying it out. And I mean, even, even if you like want to do a little ebook, you know, an ebook doesn't have to be long. An ebook could be 3000 words, right? So yeah. that's a chapter. You're basically writing a chapter and, and you can break that down. And, you know, that's a lot easier to write than, you know, trying to write this long, extensive book. Back many years ago, I was listening to someone and they were talking about how they wrote a book in a weekend. And I had been writing some books and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a book in a weekend. Mm -hmm. And I did. It wasn't a really long book. It was condensed. Uh, At the time, I was in network marketing. And the book was How to Sell $10,795 a Year in MLM. And I wrote it in a weekend. Yeah. Right? This book here, 31 Productivity Hacks. Mm -hmm. It is 82 pages. Now, it wasn't 82 pages typed out. I made the font bigger and made it all nicely formatted than that. Well, that's the beauty of being the publisher. Yes. Wrote that, I don't know, a couple of days, mm-hmm. right? It was just for fun. It was just, I came up with 31 ideas and I wrote one page on kind of one to two pages on each idea. Yep. And right? that's and for so, you, like you're the word ninja. So of course, that's what you did. For those of you out here who are being, or who are thinking, well, I don't know if I could write a book in, in three or four days. No, but if your audience is used to you showing up on video, I mean, this, here's the thing, guys. I'm sitting here. This is the web, not the webcam on my computer, but a webcam. And it's the audio of the webcam. I've kind of played with my lighting a little bit. I mean, there you go. You just sit and record your video, right? Or if you're an audio person, you can use the voice memo apps on your phone. Like there's all kinds of stuff that's just sitting here. And this, I mean, for, for me, I could record my video in Zoom. Right. I go into, I go into my own private Zoom room and I hit record. Right. And there's my videos. In fact, that's how I, that's how I made the course videos for Course Maker. With your audio, it could be the same thing. Put your headphones in and go into the voice memo app on your phone. You're going to get an audio file. Right. Well, I love what Denise said. She says, Excel spreadsheets. I need some of that. So Denise, you know who to connect with. You're going to connect with Samantha to help you. But here's the other thing too. You can always offer everything in different formats. So, you know, you're talking about Zoom. Zoom is an amazing tool because if it's just you on a camera, you could talk for as long as you want on the free account. Here's the thing. When you record it, it gives you an audio and a video. So guess what? You can have audio, you can have video. And if you take that audio, send it to a place like transcriptionpuppy.com. Rev's more expensive. It's it's really good. I used it for a long time, but it's more expensive. Transcription Puppy's a little bit more cheaper. Um, they will transcribe it for you in less than a day. And then, you know, get a good friend who's really good at English mm-hmm. to edit the stuff, the snuff out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've got a mini ebook, get a graphic design friend to throw you up a quick cover or, you know, what I used to do with my books is you could actually buy cover templates and just adjust them. They're not yeah. to do. And I mean, there's even templates in Canva, you know, and there you go. You've got an audio, you got a video and you got an ebook and you can put it all together as a package and it's the exact same material. Right. And so, and, and there you go. Right. So, and I think that people really do get stuck on the tech. Right. So if you go yeah. over to the Fempire, you can look up the Fempire Builders channel on YouTube. And I actually, my, my latest video talks about 
that, how I got through that, because I think people get stuck in, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then it's all about the tech. Like they almost jump and it's like, no, 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 let's, (laughs) let's come back because this product is the first paid opportunity that your audience is taking with you. You want to make sure that you're giving them some value. You want to make sure that you're giving them a win. And you want to make sure that you're teaching them something that's going to help them move to that next level offering. And you want to make sure you know what that next level offering is. Now, people will say to me, Samantha, okay, got my ebook, right? I think I want to do a course next. And if you're working with me, that's generally where, where we're going, right? Because I want that course, unlike the Amy Porterfields of the world, I want that course to fit into your business model like a glove, right? It's not one thing. It's not, it's not the only thing you sell. It's going to be a couple. It's going to be one of things, right? Well, you, you and I have talked about that marketing trifecta, you know, having the book, having the podcast, having the online course, you know, yeah. when you, when you've got all three of those, mm-hmm. you know, and of course they're all different, uh, different parts of your marketing. You know, your yeah. podcast is your long-term marketing plan. That's, that's yeah. your long-term audience building, right? Yeah. But the nice thing about the podcast is the amount of content that you can use on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Your book is something that takes a while to do, but Mm -hmm. once you have it, you can get immediate results from. And of course, you know, your online course is that thing that you can start to sell. You know, it proves your expertise Mm -hmm. and also encourages people to take that next step with you. So when you have all three, you know, it becomes this thing. Now, which one do you start with? Well, I would say a book, you would say an online course, but to be honest, I don't think it really matters which one you start with. It's the fact that you start. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I would actually say to you is to start with your digital products for proof of concept, right? So here's the thing, right? You, you are going to want to, and it's not just digital products and then starting with that. It's talking to your audience, right? It's getting out there and doing the market research. And these are the things that, you know, you may not want to do, but guess what? That's the only way to really know if anybody's going to buy, buy your stuff, right? The beauty of a digital product is that you have, you can come up with it quickly. You can put it out quickly and, and get that proof of concept, right? If people buy it, then people want it, right? Then you might say, well, I don't know what to do next. So yes, absolutely. I, when I work with my clients, it's, we're going to the online course. Kim's clients have a different, have a different value ladder, right? They're going to the book because the book is part of this, this step. And then they might come back to the online course. You and I talk very much about and Mm -hmm. refer back and forth. But what you might be thinking is how, if I know after, if I know where they're going after the digital product, but I don't have that, does that mean I do nothing? No, no, you create the landing page for that book or that, or that online course, and you start selling it, right? Because again, your audience, first of all, your audience is never going to be more ready to hand over money to you than after you have provided them value. It's just, it's just here. Where do I, right? Where do I give the money? Right. But the other reason being is that you know where they need to go. And when you're pre-selling a course or pre-selling a book, you're lighting a little fire under your butt that you got to get this done and you're proving concept again, right? So as you're going along, you're proving concept. People want this because they're buying it. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. this has been Kim Thompson-Pinder and Samantha King. So excited to do this live today and we hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for being here today. And, you know, we are going to be doing these on a regular basis. So have a great day, everyone. And don't forget 
to take action. Click on submit. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Author to Authority Podcast. The Extraordinary Word Ninja, Tim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.